So as I had mentioned, I had the, my husband, Alistair, and I had the wonderful opportunity of traveling with Longpur uh, Pasano for a month. And um, his attendant, Ajahn Titipanyo. And we went to New Zealand and a little for three weeks and one week in Australia. And Australia was actually, it was more like 10 days in Australia. We um, split up and for two or three days and went to visit Alistair has a cousin in Australia and Lumpur had a longtime friend. So we split up for a few days and met up with these people and came back. And then in Australia, the point of that was to go on a boat uh, for a week and uh, do some snorkeling. So it was a really, really lovely trip. There's nothing like going with people that uh, have spent a lifetime speaking about monastics here and Alistair and I training under these monastics for years, many, many years. But so here's a group of people traveling together, you know, whose intentions in their life is to understand what makes them suffer or the people around them. And uh, Longpur has been doing this for a long time, been training in it. You know, I wouldn't know, but personally, I think he's an arahant. <laughs> he's just, I have never had a lesson from him that when I applied it didn't work, didn't help me understand what I'm doing to cause uh, dis-ease. And I've been studying with him for, let's see, I think I met him in 97. So since then, till today, I'm, I'm too fog-brained to add that up. <laughs> how, many, how many years is that? How many? 26 years. That's a long time. So anyway, um, I was really determined that Longpur was going to really have a good time. <laughs> I, I was going to make this happen. <laughs> it wasn't dawning on me at first that he might have something to do with it. <laughs> I was just going to make sure. And, um, and there is that element of practice. And one of the things that I was determined was not to bring a, um, a lot of my needs for the work I'm doing in my spiritual life to him. This is a break. This is a vacation, both for him and for me. But I did check in with him briefly at the beginning, just to like, this is what I'm working on. You know, you got any tidbits of advice? I'll take it. I'll, I'll run with it. And, and, uh, and so that was beneficial. Um, so we're sitting in the airport. I'm holding some very nice uh, secluded chairs in the San Francisco airport. Alistair runs out and meets them and brings them down. And, uh, and so I greet him and then 
here's my practice. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Uh, I'm not going to bother you after this. I just want to let you know this is what I'm working on. So I'm doing. And what I was uh, working on, so I narrowed down uh, what I was working on. But what I was working on was, you know, I've been a leader of a community, as he knows, uh, for 23 years. And it's you build up a sense of, um, it, it's inevitable you're going to build up a sense of uh, position, a sense of identity around that. And I am in the process now, I've got one more year to work with Jessica to help her get into, you know, prepare as much as I can for taking on this role. And as anyone who's had children know, you know, that no matter how much we prepare the child for life until they're out there and independent, they can't really know what it's like to be out there and independent, to be really fully responsible for your well-being and, and, and your sense of direction and whatnot. It's like being a mother or a father. You can't know what it's like until you're in that role. And I know that's true for Jessica. She's, she can learn as much as she can, and she's doing a fantastic job, by the way. I'm actually quite blown away and, and rather proud of myself for <laughs> encouraging her to take this next role. Lungpur Pasana also recognized she was a good candidate for this role. But so one of the things I want to concentrate on this, this year is to, you know, step back from being the boss and allowing her to take on more of that role. And that will come incrementally over this year, but it has to come so that by the time we have our little hand over the baton <laughs> ceremony, she's already do she's doing this job. She's in this role. She knows it. And then Alistair and I will leave for several months. And, you know, so that there's um, clear opportunity for her to, weighed in and and really feel uh, the role, take it on fully without me being here. I will return and be part of the community, but give her some space around that, taking it on. And the community also identifying her as the leader. Um, so this is what I was working on is letting go of my habit which has not been a bad habit, it was appropriate, but I have a strong habit of leading. This is the way I feel it should be. This is the way I want it to be. So one of the things, <laughs> I didn't say this to him, but one of the things that came up for me right away was, you know, I want this to be really great for Lung Poor and I'm gonna make sure that happens. So, so this is, so I, I've got that set up, I've shared th this with me, I mean, with him. And we go on our trip. The first couple, the, the first week was visiting a couple of monasteries. And then that was it. Now we're gonna, we don't, there's no more business for him. Now we get to relax. And so we're sitting in the airport just 
go down to Christchurch, which is the beginning of not having any responsibilities. We're sitting, um, having breakfast, uh, waiting for our, our flight. And um, I inform Long Poor Pasno, you know, Alistair gives him the schedule. We're gonna, this is where we're gonna land. This, we've got a hotel, I mean, an Airbnb, blah, blah, blah. And I'm pretty excited about it because a dang nice Airbnb. And uh, I've been, you know, I got to do a little bit of, that was my role was picking out where we were gonna stay in various places. And the, the uh, master bedroom was just gorgeous. And uh, so I was informing Lung Poor at breakfast time that, so when we get there, I'm going to choose, uh, I, I'll, I'll tell everybody where you're going to sleep. And he kind of, and I'm like, I looked at him, I said, because I want to make sure you get the nicest room. And he's like, and I was like, and I'm telling you what to do, aren't I? <laughs> and this is what I was saying I wasn't going to do. Okay. All right. So I let it go. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna take responsibility for this. But Lungpur, I really want you to have the nicest room. <laughs> so we get there. And he assigns the rooms and he assigns Alistair and I the really beautiful room. And it was, I mean, it was really, it's, it's a beautiful practice. Like one of the things about the, uh, the, this practice is it's really important and very valuable to give and receive graciously. So when somebody offers something to you, to just, Receive it gracefully, well, even if it's something that's, you know, maybe not a thrill, but just, you know, just appreciating the act of giving. Um, if it's something that is a thrill, continuing to see if we can remove reference to ourself around this and just receive it gracefully. Oh, that's really kind. Thank you. Thank you very much. Having, having said that, I, I better finish my actual first thought first, but um, this is, so it was really sweet. It felt very different then because I was with my teacher and my intention is to let go of, you know, bossing when I don't need to be the boss, let go of leading when I don't need to be the leader, you know, and, and see, see how this feels. So doing that and him offering us this beautiful room, I just felt, I, I was delighted. I just, you know, it wasn't about me. It wasn't about Alistair. It was about this person is delighting in offering this gift, which I wasn't expecting. And uh, nor was it my original intention. But it, it feels really different when we can let go any reference to ourself when we're interacting with our world, when we can let go of that reference of our own position, our own thoughts of how things should be. We can be present for 
the delightful, the, the beautiful, the generous in a way that otherwise is blocked because we're referring to our own wants, needs, opinions, views. So the other thing that I was going to jump to, and I, I'll, I'll do that now, was another example of this is we were together for, we had 30 meal times together and 30 breakfasts. So that's 60 times, you know, we're, we're offering a meal to the monks. And every single one of these times, the attendant monk, Ajahn Titipanyo, would turn to me after we completed and just thank you. Oh, thank you for the meal or thank you for the breakfast. And I was fortunate to be present for it, that there was real integrity there. That was, I mean, it was sincere. You know, to do that 60 times, you would think eventually it's gonna be, hey, thanks. But there, it never was. It was always a true, and it always felt good. You know, so being present and not having to refer back to yourself, like a reference to myself might be, I can't, that really wasn't very good. I didn't, I didn't, I meant, I, I didn't mean to burn the bread, which I did do one day. I didn't mean to burn the bread. And that's referring to ourselves. But, I, you know, if, if our intention is just to be present, not refer to ourselves, be present for what's actually arising, what's going on in the, pre, in the, in the moment, especially when we're with other people, then we can delight, we will feel the delight, we will share the joy, we'll share the beauty. That's truly there. So, so not, not getting in the way of what is actually happening right now without my views of how it should be or how it should not be. You know, that doesn't mean we don't have views. It means we don't react based on our feelings about how things should be in the moment. Once we start to follow our likes and dislikes, we no longer can see right now what's in the present, what's how, you know, we, we move away from wisdom and into our sense of self-reference. Which, will lead to trouble. <laughs> so another little example I'll give you. When we uh, did go to Australia and got on the boat, it was a catamaran with um, two engines. It was not a sailboat. We don't know how to sail. And um, so Alistair's captaining this boat um, and he had some lessons on captain and he got tested to see if he was okay to captain the boat and, and he passed that with flying colors. So we got sent out and um, we needed to be in port, it wasn't a port, but we needed to be on in anchor, on anchor by four o'clock and it's 2.30 in the afternoon, that's the, some more training and the testing for Alistair and making sure we know how to drop the anchor and 
moor the boat and whatnot. So we went through all of that and then like, okay, here you go, bye. And so off we go and we had to go into the ocean in order to uh, get to where we we're going. And so we did that and it got, and we hit an unexpected uh, uh, storm, I guess you call it was, when you're on a boat, 20 knots feels pretty, <laughs> it was a lot of pretty intense. So we're doing that and we're going up and down and whatnot. We finally got to our, our moor, um, but we could, we were in an area that we had to quickly duck into. We got some guidance from them because the, the storm was blowing in and we needed to, we needed to get off the ocean and get in. So we had to cut where we were going short and, and duck into this moor. And so we did, we couldn't snorkel there because there were crocodiles in the area, <laughs> you know? So we waited it out. Every, nobody got sick. That was really quite amazing. Uh, the next day, we decided that if we left in the morning, when the winds weren't too high, we could maybe make it up to where we were going originally. And so we go back out um, into the ocean, and it this, the storm just hit really hard. Now the, the winds are up to about 25 knots, and we're all a little freaked out, <laughs> you know, because we've we're inexperienced on this. Rain started hitting really, really hard. And up in the area where Alistair and Longpore are, they have these big plastic windows that unzip, but they had to zip them up because it was it was too stormy and they needed to be able to see. But they but they left one toward the back unzipped and, and rolled so they could get some ventilation. I was down stairs one of the monks was the titipanya was in his room and i was in the in the back of the boat um hanging on and whatnot and uh one of our engines went out which makes it a little difficult to steer and so they alice they tried 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 to figure it out couldn't so we called in um and they walked us through it and we finally got it to run again but now we're our energy's really up and i'm just like okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna be, i'm gonna be calm <laughs> gonna stay present you know even in 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 danger you want to be able to think clearly wasn't sure that eh, no, i think we're probably fine got the engine going again and but the winds were just taking us it was really crazy just really going up, down, up, down, up, down. And um, it got a little confusing on where we were supposed to pull in. And so Alistair's now looking at the map. Lungpur is staring. They're sitting right next to each other. Lungpur is staring. Alistair's looking at the map and he's, he's looking at it for like 10 minutes while the boat's doing this and he suddenly gets sick. <laughs> The only window open is in the back. And he runs over there, heaves all his breakfast up, and I'm sitting right below. <laughs> well, one of the advantages of being present, paying attention to not referencing to yourself, is you in you can you can be there for what 
other people are experiencing. So fortunately, just minutes before, literally one or two minutes before, I noticed that Alistair didn't have his hat. And I, my hat actually doesn't have a tie, so it would fly off. So I saw Alistair's hat and I, I put that on. So, so I'm sitting there, all of a sudden I hear this, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. And at first I wasn't sure what happened because we were also having waves that came up and would splash. But then I saw <laughs> all this stuff around me and, I, and I'm just like, I think I better, <laughs> and it comes down, rains down on me again. <laughs> But there was no sense of what came up for me as, oh, my God, Alistair's sick or somebody's sick. Actually, I didn't know it was Alistair. Could have been lung Pasana, <laughs> but somebody's sick. I, I, <laughs> and then I hear, I'm sorry, Mary. That's my other name. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then what comes up for me is, it's okay, Alistair. I have your hat on. <laughs> So I sat there for three episodes. <laughs> and then he had he he went back. He was so embarrassed, but I didn't have any feeling of, oh my God, this is awful. Um and I think because of the practice of and being around people who are anchored in their own practices, it was really uh, not difficult to stay in that place of don't reference to don't worry about my views and opinions of how things should be what is happening and so Alistair's sick that's a miserable feeling you know and now he's probably a little bit nervous <laughs> because he's actually the one that knows how to drive the boat yeah so so I actually, even in all of that, I was able to get a bucket and mostly clean up uh, the area. Took off my sweater because it didn't smell very good. <laughs> Threw it in a bag, you know. But and then uh, and then we were able to dock. You know, we were able to moor the boat, and uh, so that's the kind of the fun story of it the our, our trip on the boat continued to meet with obstacle after obstacle after obstacles and one of the things that all of us was really looking forward to was snorkeling in the barrier reef right off of it actually but near the barrier great barrier reef what we didn't know was there was a typhoon I don't know if it was like a year ago or just a few months earlier, but the uh, reef was heavily damaged and it wasn't pretty, <laughs> you know, and it's like we, we spent all this effort that this actually never came up in my mind until I came home. We spent all this effort, all this money all this intention and it was something that we actually tried to do and we actually the original schedule was to do it in april of 2020 and obviously we couldn't do it in april and then we thought we'll do it next year then we thought we'll do it next year so this was our fourth year so you know but this 
that thought never came up. We all enjoyed, delighted in the company of each other and in the challenges that we faced. And we faced a lot of challenges. You know, when on the day that we needed to get, we needed to leave our marriage and go around this island and and uh, to get closer to um, the mar uh, marina to get close enough so that we wouldn't have to spend three and a half hours in the ocean. Uh, the, the day we were supposed to do that had the, had 30 knot winds, so we couldn't do it. So we were gonna have to go out into the ocean and spend quite a bit of time in possible 30 knot winds. And, and we were not comfortable, very comfortable uh, with that. And so we um, uh, found a way to go in, an, with the help of the marina, we found a way to go into another direction where we could actually get a little bit closer and not have to spend that much time in the, in, in the uh, ocean. But it still meant a, a good 30 minutes at the ocean. And so, and we had just a small window. And so we took it and sure enough, 30 knot winds hit and we, we hit a wave that literally the boat was like 45 degrees top of the wave and just came down and slammed down. And so Alistair just turned around and took us back because it was just too dangerous. And so we had to, so we were just like, well, now we're going to have to go into these 30 knot winds for three hours. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit scary for the next day because we got to get the boat back. Uh, fortunately, the winds calmed down to 20 and 20 felt like nothing in comparison to what we had already been in. But the entire time there was, you know, we were delighting in the experience that we were having uh, together. And it's, it's interesting being out of the company of such spiritual strengths that now I can see what I wasn't doing and what I'm now doing. And it feels very different to like wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh, surely that was a disappointment. And so it wasn't a disappointment. It was a blast. And Lung Por really shared his enthusiastic uh, joy that of having this vacation time together, this time together. So it's just like, it's important. It's, this just puts it really in relief for me how valuable it is to be around like-minded people, people making the same intention to understand what we bring on ourselves and our, that affect other people around us that leads to suffering. You know, they're just, it's valuable and it's fortunate to have opportunities where we can find ourselves in the midst of communities, whether it's a Buddhist community, families, friends, Burning Man. <laughs> I've never been to that, but, you know, whatever it is, you know, 
art workshop, bridge game, <laughs> whatever it is, being around people whose intention is to lean toward good, to lean toward the beautiful, to lean toward the pure of heart and lean away from this habit of referring everything to ourselves so that we can see what actually is going on in the world, what's happening for this person over here and this person over here. And can I bring some beauty? Can I bring some joy in how I react to this moment? <laughs>